This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. John Schaefer wants a do-over on storming the Capitol. But no do-over for the last five Ice Earth albums. Stop covering up the real crime, John. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. We are live! And uh, welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, Darren, you got cut off. What were you saying? I said Iced Earth definitely threatens U.S. democracy in that we should have our shores invaded if Iced Earth continues to be a thing. <laughs> I support I support Ch- President G. Please, I, I laud you. Please invade our shores and rid us of the scourge that is Iced Earth. <laughs> we're kicking it off. Will you be a part of our show? If so, give us a call. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. And if you are a Metal Injection Livecast super fan, a live cast star, as I like to say, and uh, you need yourself a little more Metal Injection Livecast, we do two bonus episodes a month now on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And you could download them. You have access to all of our bonus episodes. We've been doing them for over a year now, almost a year and a half. And uh, you get access to the video versions of our episodes that we've been doing for the last year. And you get Sid does a column. I do occasional writing on there. Plenty of bonuses. And we occasionally do Zoom hangs. Lots of fun hangs. Lots of fun stuff to do. Go to patreon.com slash metal injection livecast and make it happen. So let's kick it off. We talked about John Schaefer or, or Chuck talked about John Schaefer at the top of the show. And I guess Chuck, I should introduce ourselves. Let's all I introduce feel like ourselves. Chuck gave the like wrong information in his intro. So hopefully, you're, Rob, you'll you'll clear it up. You're fact checking Chuck. Well, what, was it, what was incorrect? It said that John Schaefer wants a do over from January 6th. Mm-hmm. But that's he not. Oh, he that's wants not to, the statement he said. He wants to storm the Capitol again, you're saying? He wants to do no, it No, no, that's what Chuck reported. <laughs> it didn't that's go not well what enough. happened. Oh, what happened? I see. So Chuck is being misleading. Well, let me let me pull up the the news report. Wait, question. Uh, is it Chuck Blandington or Chuck Todd today? <laughs> that might explain it. Chuck Toddington. <laughs> so here the story is that uh, so uh, Schaefer, we haven't checked in with Schaefer in, in a few weeks. There hasn't really been much. Uh, to talk about much development. He's actually he's just been sitting rotting in jail in Indiana. And funny enough, uh, a few weeks ago, a week or two ago, uh, his lawyer tried to get the entire case dismissed because he had there's like some obscure law that you're, you're not tried for a federal crime within uh, like a certain time frame, let's say 30 days that the charges can be dismissed. OK, but uh naturally that's not happening (laughs) well let me just first read what that is so uh the speedy trial act uh requests uh says that the speedy trial act required the government to file an information or an indictment within 30 days of the arrest or the complaint can be dismissed so he had his bail hearing on friday and he and he did it via via web webcam I got my Russian accent on it. So because the the federal judge is in D.C. and he's still in Indiana. <clears throat> and so uh, so Schaefer's attorney spoke on his behalf and he said that uh, that 
Well, first off, the prosecutor said that he is a danger to society because of comments. He read comments from that uh, parade that Schaefer was at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, from from the transcript of Schaefer. Remember, he went to that like voting rally and some German news uh, source interviewed him. So the prosecutor used his own words against him, which was and his his quote was, if somebody wants to bring violence, I think there's a lot of us here ready for it uh, or something like that. <laughs> I love that a Nazi was screwed over by Germany. Yeah, that's and, seems like justice. And so the prosecutor said that uh, that he is a danger to society. And the the defense attorney argued that he is not a danger, that his comments were taken out of context, which I don't really understand what other context there could be there. Uh, well, and- right before that, he said, what I'm about to say is false yeah. disregard. And then after he said, don't listen to anything I just said. Yeah. So that was the context on either. You wanted side. to do over on those comments. Yeah. Well, so then so then the lawyer says that Schaefer knows he used bad judgment on January 6th and wishes he had a do over hmm. uh, and, and argue yeah, that, so he that, was- that, that doesn't mean what chuck said in the intro that he wants a do-over isn't that exactly that he what he wants said? to do what he did over again which is what was misleading about i see so so do-over means you want to do it differently that's like implied in the term not that i want to do it so, again no it doesn't so, uh, hold on hold on let's stop noah how did how does in the con in the context the lawyer presented it how how does the lawyer mean that that schaefer wants to do over I took it as he is remorseful about what yeah. he did mm-hmm. and not that he wants to do it over again. That, yeah, but that he would do it. He would participate in that day differently. Yeah. So, so wait, I, now you, I was with you for a second. Now you lost me. So, no, we're just confused. You're saying he wants. Oh, Sid is frozen. You've come back now. I'm back now. I'm back. Let me first say you confused Sid so much that his webcam broke. Uh, I'm back. What did I miss? (laughs) Let me first say what I thought. Okay. Uh, I thought what his statement says is that he wants to do over in the sense that he wouldn't go there. Yeah. Uh, if he could go back in time and prevent himself, he just wouldn't go at all. Now, what I'm hearing you saying is that. He wants to go there, but not say stupid things. No, I don't know what he wants to do. I'm not speaking for him. My interpretation of that is that he would just do that day differently. He obviously sees the air of his. Well, but that's what what the bland intro was saying. Also, the joke was the joke was if you're talking about doing things over, why don't you do over your shitty albums and make them less shitty? Right. I know. But he doesn't want to do that day over again. He does want to do it over. He just doesn't want to do the shitty thing that he did on that day. Sid, I don't think you should explain Chuck's jokes. You know, he's an artist. Let them just know he's going to text me during the week if I don't see enough. You're you're too fixated on the semantics of a a throwaway setup for the joke. The joke was just that that he hasn't made a good album. The joke is that Ice Earth sucks, and that's let's just roll with that. (laughs) But to me, here, but okay. So the comedy to me is just that, like that he's even saying this. You know what I mean? Like why? Well, because he kind of he he 
postured or postured in the past as, you know, a constitutional conservative and like my rights and all that. Like I stand for, I, I, (laughs) I stand for what I believe in and all this stuff. And what now does that have to the, do with it? Well, I'm getting to it. And now he fought for what he believed in. And I truly believe that he believed what uh, what he did, what he believed. You know, like he believed, he really, he believed what he believed. Who, what he believe? believe that too, sir. <laughs> well, that that the election was stolen from Trump and that they had to break into the Capitol to prevent Biden from uh, getting the nomination. They had to break into the uh, whatever that's called. And like Nicolas Cage and take the election and hand it to Trump like a national treasure. So piece of the parchment thing, paper. <laughs> so like own up to it. Like now he's like backing off of it because he got caught. You know, it, it just. It, OK, I completely disagree with that. Where is he backing off? And if he's saying he, he is- wants to do over. That's kind of what so for means. I feel he's like. say, so he's saying he wants to cancel out all of his actions. But he's not saying he that it's not it's not action. fair for him to be there. Like, where's the rest of this? Is there an, the rest of the statement? Or so if it's fair for him lines? to be there, then he pled guilty, right? Did he plead pled guilty? guilty to what to the charges that are against him? Yeah. Well, if he's ple- pleading innocent, then he's then that's. But, but it's about going through the justice system. Is he complaining about that? Well, he wants to be r- released and he's he's expressing remorse, but he is expressing, he is expressing remorse. remorse. I agree. I have, uh, so what, what so I but what I was this. saying is like he he believed what he believed. Like, would he be expressing remorse if he wasn't documented with photography? Well, of if course, nobody so. knew he w- w- was there. No, he wouldn't be. So that's what's funny to me. I think we're talking over each other a little bit, so we should define terms. Like, okay. What is he expressing remorse? about exactly like exactly that that there's no uh yeah it doesn't say it seems like we should know that before we describe any uh change of heart to him yeah this was just to try to get bail statement wasn't there more can i just wager a guess that he's not actually expressing any remorse and his lawyer just wrote a statement and he signed his name to it because that's what (laughs) lawyers do are you saying he cannot write sid (laughs) Well, I mean, it would have been way worse written if uh, it was actually him. We'd be able to tell. I do think this is way funnier, less for John Schaefer and more for the like 10 million commenters on like YouTube videos and stuff that basically said he's a hero and did nothing wrong. And now they have to read him like saying how he was wrong and he wants to do. They know. Yeah. They know it's they, you know, it's cold. Well, they it's got to say what yeah. he's got to say to get okay, out so here, so he can he, do this again. Here's the full quote. So first, let me. So the prosecutor read the the line. If somebody wants to bring violence, I think there's a lot of us here that are ready for it. That's the quote that the prosecutor read. But not me. I never said me. Other people. I meant. <laughs> there's, I meant there's some shady characters around. I see I, him. I meant Sid's doppelganger that was standing next to me through that whole video and Jonah <laughs> Hill to my left. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that left open for interpretation? Like, aren't we just interpreting it from our perspective? Well, that's what the show is. Devil's advocate. uh, (laughs) What would be the interpretation where that's not a violent statement? Okay. Well, he's saying if people want to bring violence to us, Mm -hmm. right? And this is out of context, right? I don't know the other parts of this. Then we're prepared for it. it? Yeah, I read the part. I read the context. Didn't we watch it? I, I don't remember the rest of it. 
but he's saying Do if people want to bring violence towards us, we're ready for it. And you're taking it as him saying what? We're going to start exactly. some shit. He's ready, ready to be violent. Yeah. If people want to bring violence towards us, then what is the rest of that? Well, I think it's in context of the fact okay, that here, they, here's, they it, both, at, those people immediately after him saying that went and committed violence. Yeah. Wait, but that's Unprovoked. from a different... Wait, is that from the same rally or is that that's from that? It's a different rally. It's crazy. a different rally. Here's okay. the full here's the full context of the quote. Right. Asked if there would be violence, Schaefer responded, if so, this is now I'm looking at the original story from the And interview. this is not from January 6th. This is not before he's from November. No, 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 the no. Capitol. So this was after the election, a rally after shortly after the election in November. As oh, this there, statement is not Okay. Okay. I'm I'm Yes, so yes, yes. I don't right. even know why they would use that. If somebody wants to bring violence, I think there's a lot of us here that are ready for it. He then okay. goes on to say, we don't want that. But if they bring it, we're going to respond to that. Trust me. That's not him saying we're going to bring the violence to. But he did that. But then on January 6th, he did bring the violence and it was unprovoked. So what's what are we defending here? What are you what are we talking about? OK, look, you guys can have whatever opinion. I'm going to try to stay as neutral as possible and not like link things that have nothing to do with the other thing. He was at two different anything. political rallies for the same exact cause a month apart. In one, he mentioned violence verbally. Yeah, but In the but second he one, he committed it. violence physically. How is that not connected? Well, he's charged, right? He's charged yeah. with committing violence, but he's yeah. not convicted of violence. So well, the, it, it hasn't it happened yet. And there's a story. Huh? But. Is he but, well, he was committing violence or is he charged for being there? Here are the charges. Okay. Knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful entry. So basically trespassing. Disrupting the orderly conduct of government business. Mm -hmm. Knowingly engaging in an act of physical violence against any person or property in any restricted building or grounds. This is like law um, violation names. It used to be I'm like assuming this and entering. Is, yeah, this is based on the shoving match he had with a police officer, which is on security camera. And then uh, violent entry and disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, engaging in a act of physical violence in a Capitol building, parading, demonstra demonstrating or picketing in a Capitol building. So those are all the charges. So he is accused of actual violence himself and not just being in a mob, right? Yes. Okay. So, so Schaefer's attorney have argued that he hadn't acted violently on January 6th, claiming he had left the Capitol after approximately 60 seconds and returned home to Indiana. Gone, gone in 60 seconds. Man, they got a lot of pictures of him in those 60 seconds, man. He's talking for more than 60 seconds in that video. Get a stop well, right now. Well, that again, again, that video, to be fair, that video is from, not from January okay, 6th. Fine. But the, but. <sighs> He's in like 18 different poses in those still shots that came out. Well, He's taking like a lot of band photography. He knows how to do a photo shoot quickly. Did they have one of those like Austin Powers, you know, rapid clickers or just take yes. Like yes. yes, yes, yes. You're a tiger, yes. John Schaefer. You're a tiger. It's only the tiger. <laughs> so then the quote from the, the quote from the lawyer continues. Mr. Schaefer is 53 years old. Oh. 
old man. He has no criminal convictions. He does not have a substance abuse or a mental health issue. Well, it's very interesting that in no criminal convictions, that seems like legalese, like there's something there that they needed to yeah. talk their way around. Like there were some charges that were filed and then dropped previously. <sighs> Like he beat up three of his wives, but they didn't just want to oh, press come charges. On. <laughs> not come true. on, Noah, do you? Yeah, that's it? not true. He wasn't married three times. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, a, he's a frail old man. He can't even walk upstairs without falling three times. <laughs> he's, ter- he's just an no. Old that's person. Joe Biden. That's yeah. Joe Biden. Oh, sorry. Uh, so the his defense attorney continues. He has okay. He has no criminal convictions. He does not have a substance abuse or mental health issue. He has no history of violence and was not violent on January 6, 2021. He doesn't he entered, even have any convictions of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> Ideological <laughs> or anything. <laughs> burn that oath keeper's hat right now if you want him to. Just say the word. He entered the Capitol with pepper spray. He did not threaten anyone or discharge the spray. So He'll that's put, the quote. Put on a pussy hat if you pay him he doesn't care <laughs> so then the judge ruled that he will not be eligible for bail and he has to stay in jail until his trial begins and uh so that's better in jail than in a recording studio that's what yeah. i, I you know what's so funny? there's all these stories now about oath keepers and just as a reminder he was wearing a hat that said oath keepers right which is like a a right wing militia type group uh so oath there's the leaders of the oath keepers are currently facing charges that they're part of the people responsible or whatever so there's all of these things about oath keepers that like there's all of these things when i say things there's all of these articles and write-ups about the people of uh, like the dangerous members of oath keepers and and all of this stuff and i'm always like very dangerous well, the point I'm getting to is like, I was like, oh, I wonder if John Schaefer is being mentioned here. Never. Ne- he's not mentioned at all with Oath Keepers, which just tells me he was cosplaying. <laughs> he was he was not actually well, it's involved. Not like, like there's three guys. It's a big group. But not yes. everyone in the group is like a prominent member. He could have just been a guy who like signed up well, on a website and bought a hat. Well, your, but also in your article, you said that they distanced themselves. From right. Them. I was just going to say the Indiana chapter says said that he wasn't even a member. So he might have just bought their merch <laughs> on like he it's just like he is just being exposed to me. And this is Doa. I'm totally stolen. Uh, assu- assuming here. Yeah. Like he's just a total like cosplayer of all this stuff. And like he got so caught up in the in the meme in the kayfabe <laughs> that he fucking broke yes. into a government building and now is facing all this stuff because he's an idiot he went to oathkeepers.com slash merch and entered the promo code hh1488 <laughs> seriously there was a there was a, a a correction on that article that i saw it wasn't actually an oath it was oat keepers he buys cheerios in bulk so he, he got a whole basement full of, and that's a dad joke 3d dad joke i swear well, to you i was trying to come up with an oat keepers joke but i couldn't like think out the Every- next sentence after just saying the phrase well, I can't yeah. think of what cereal I think of, but every time I see Oath Keepers, I just see oat something. Honey bunches of I, oats? Maybe honey, honey, bunches of, of oats. honey bunches honey of bunches Oath Keepers. Oats. Oats. <laughs> That's why they should market it, man. Get a cereal. <laughs> I, I think their their membership would be through the roof if they did you can that. Have a little little plastic iron cross inside, you know. 
You could you could have like every every month a different slogan. It could be like uh, like Frosted Flakes will not replace us or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Oh, Keeper cereal. Well, there you go. Uh, maybe that's that's a new marketing opportunity for John Schaefer. He has plenty of time to think in jail. I'm also like I've also thought about like if his like mom is alive still, you know, like if, if he's talked to like his relatives or if he has like siblings and they're just like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? What did you do? Well, if he's right wing, who's to say his older yeah. parents aren't even more right wing than he is? Yeah. Well, even I mean, I, I just assume that a lot of people are disappointed in him, including his fans. And that's something that he does have to face. Um, I guess yeah, that's I why he wants a do-over. He doesn't want people no. to be disappointed in him. Are you what disappointed in him, sentence? Noah? Huh? Are you disappointed in him? Yeah, I, I am disappointed in him and getting caught in all that. Like, I, I, I really wish he getting hadn't. caught. Wait, wait, disappointed, disappointed that he that just he got, got caught? caught? sucks at getting away with it. That's the problem. <laughs> disappointed that he got caught in all of that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, what I, I said. <laughs> See, you guys jump so hard on something. You don't want to hear the show. whole thing. Uh, I just want to hear the funny parts. Right, exactly. Okay, fine. For the sake of comedy, you could say whatever you want. I have no issue with that. Thank you. But yeah, as a fan, I'm, I'm disappointed in him. But hearing that he is not like proud of what he did, hearing that he regrets it is a good sign for me because it means that he realizes how stupid he was. So you're saying wow. he is not a proud boy. <laughs> Ashamed boy. <laughs> yeah, that should be the new club. <laughs> the ashamed boys. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with giving people second chances. And so far, none of those charges seem that violent to me. Like, because he broke a window or something. That, like, I don't care. Would you care if it was your window? Uh, I mean, I would... Like, what is the rest? Like, what, what else is going on there? He wanted to break in and steal all your guitars. I would care more about that. Noah's guitars are like more precious than the Capitol, yeah, the Capitol, Capitol building. building. <laughs> than that old shit in the Capitol. Yeah. Oh, he, he pissed in Nancy Pelosi's coffee mug. Wow. We don't want to. Let's have a, let's have a, let's light, head to a candlelight vigil. I don't know. I just well, like the thing that really bothers me about like all this stuff that's going on, besides the fact that like all these morons broke into the Capitol building and we just have to hear endless stories about it. But it's just like just an excuse now, like the same thing with the Patriot Act. Government is going to like start spying on us. And like, it, I don't know. I'm just like so turned off, like, you know, like these politicians who don't really I don't think they really care about us that much. It's just more for like a power trip that they're going through. Yeah, why should totally we care agree. About them so I much? couldn't agree more. I think it's just that's why it was hyper inflated to a story for like three weeks. Yeah. And, and that was the real scary thing. Uh, I agree with you, Noah, is that it, it's just an excuse to give them uh, to take away more of our uh, privacy. Uh, yeah. And that's the scary part of it. And that's kind of another reason why I'm irritated and annoyed with folks like John Shafir. Here's a story that I really liked on Metal Injection. I thought it was very positive. As opposed to all the ones you hate on Metal Injection. 
Here's well, the what one Darren, good one. Darren, let her finish. We don't Sorry. want to take her quote out of context. It's a comedy show. I'm about to give a compliment. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a compliment by uh, like. It's a, like the type of compliment my mom gives me. Like, oh, you don't look fat in this jacket. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, mom. Oh, what a liar she is. Great compliment. <laughs> I think the episode title is that too long. You don't look fat in this jacket. Capitalized. <laughs> you look fat in your oat keeper's jacket. <laughs> Or like, or, or another one that I love, uh, is your hair looks good today, <laughs> today. Oh, today. today, like today, like, as opposed to the way it looked the other day, which was not good. What are you doing differently? <laughs> oh, your hair looks so good today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have to work on my delivery when it comes to stuff like that. So if I said something, uh, that sounded like what your mom would say, then I apologize, but it is in my DNA. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just making, it just reminded me of that, but sorry. What, what were we talking about before we veered off into my mother? The <laughs> one good article on your website that Noah found. Oh <laughs> yes. You were going to compliment me. One good article, but I think that it does have a positive, <laughs> like, you know, like I just like for things to like start turning around and like, I, I don't want to like, I don't like politicians. I don't trust in them. And I think a story like this is a very good like point to like a good direction to point. And it's a story about like Tom Morello still being friends with Ted Nugent, despite the fact that he's conservative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. and he talks about how he's still able to be friends with someone despite their political views. Yeah. Well, what, what he was saying was that ultimately he, they find the things that they uh, share in common, which would like, be yeah. like, Passion for freedom of speech. Right. Well, I, you know, there's and a limit that to that. I mean, like, you know, if your views infringe on my right to live as a human being, uh, then fuck you. Like, I'm not going to be your friend. You got to change those yeah. views. It's and easy oh, to be friends with Ted Nugent when he's never fucked your daughter <laughs> when she was 15 years old. Or here's a okay, song so, about it. Yeah. Tom Morello, uh, the things they have in common is they're both free speech advocates. They both have a love of rock and roll and a respect for black artists who created rock and roll. Both and Jewish. The, and the second was that Nugent taught an adolescent Tom Morello about sex. What? Catch, catch. Oh, uh oh. We investigate that. So here, Tom, <laughs> let, watch as I have sex with your sister. Cat scratch fever and Wang Dang sweet poontang is <laughs> are, are are the two songs that helped Morello learn uh, what to do. Which uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, can we? Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to isolate a clip of Rob saying Wang Dang sweet poontang. <laughs> Wang uh, Dang sweet poontang. How did you introduce it on Liquid Metal back in the day? Talk oh, it yeah. up. Uh, Coming up next, we got Ted Nugent, the Nuge, with Wang Dang, Sweet Poontang. Did you really do that? It sounds like Gorilla and the Virus. <laughs> no, I absolutely did not do that. And we didn't play uh, Nugent. Nugent is like classic rock. Basically. I think I like listened to your, your, like, your banter a couple of times when you actually were on Sirius. That was good, like very laid back, you know. Yeah, thanks. I tried, you know, and also that, like they didn't want the the dj voice so i would never do that i'd be yeah like, i know oh. you got you got that memo over the 973 things you can't do on the air <laughs> right right I, oh yeah we read that a few years ago i forgot about that uh but one thing i am not forgetting about is a great podcast in addition to ours of course uh and another one you can check out is the punk rock mba hosted by my good friend finn mckenty 
and produced by Deanna Chapman. The show is about doing what you love for a living, the business side of being a creator. And of course, the goal of the show is to help you achieve your own goals as a creator or an entrepreneur. And, uh, oh, an entrepreneur. Oh, thank you. Uh, I just love I love following Finn. I love following his podcast, you know, even though I'm pretty far along in my entrepreneurship, I still feel I could pick up some tips. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're a beginner or or an intermediate advanced, such as myself, you can always learn something. Past guests include Matt Halpern of Periphery, Anthony Fantano, Sarah Dicci, Matt Heafy of Trivium, Big Herc, Hoya of Madball. And he just had Johnny from Avenge Sevenfold on his show this week, or I believe last week. And it was a really, really fun episode. And all of his conversations are really great. Click on the link in the show notes or search for Punk Rock MBA wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, to lighten the mood a little, uh, this kind of uh, grossed me out, you know, from, <laughs> so oh, from the is going to lighten the mood. Matzo yeah. with no jelly. Oh. I'm not ready for that jelly. <laughs> I don't think you are ready. Well, let me, let me get this up here. So it's it's a- too Pesachlicious for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so. Comedian Jensen Karp shared this tweet. Uh, it's from Cinnamon Toast Cr- his Cinnamon Toast Crunch bag. Has, has, <laughs> has cinnamon? Like Allegedly. Cereal? You got to uh, have a Hasidic cereal to counterbalance uh, Honey Bunches of Oath Keepers. Has <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused here. Yeah. So he got shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch. That's disgusting. Is yeah. it? Yes. Well, uh, shrimp tails are disgusting even in their normal milieu. Yeah. So. Shrimp, shrimp tails are gross. I hate them. Even- I'm offended when I order like a shrimp pasta like a, a, an al, a shrimp, like a Alfredo of some sort, and they leave the tails on, and I have to like sit there and pick out all the tails before I start eating. It's so annoying. Get the shrimp tails out of there. Can we just describe it for our uh, shrimp tail fans like Godstomper? <laughs> yeah. Well, I do want to make it clear. Now, it's now I do. Wa- and cinnamon. Yeah, it's well, like it's got now, cinnamon toast crutch dust on them. Look, Noah, you're all about not making assumptions. So let's be fair here. Let's be fair. <laughs> yes. This picture shows an opened bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then to the side of the open bag are a few pieces of Cinnamon Toast Crunch laid out on a table. It looks like a nice gray marble table. And then next to these pieces of Cinnamon Toast Crunch are two Shrimp tails, which also appear to have the sugar and cinnamon dust on them yeah now to be fair if we were being honest and fair this comedian mr jensen carb could have very easily sprinkled a little cinnamon on some shrimp tails and and wow. stage this but entire rob, photo rob the it says right there in the tweet this is not a bit that's legally binding rob it's a it's a bit sus is what it is <laughs> somebody in the twitter replies by the way pointed yeah. out why was this poured onto a formica uh, tabletop and not into a bowl of cereal like normal people would yeah great question 
Well, you like, mean you guys don't eat off the table? <laughs> we are. Well, look, I, I absolutely uh, have s- cinnamon toast crunch, have eaten it as a snack, as like chips. But I, I wouldn't lay it out on a table. I, they're going to be like one at a time in my hand or a few in my hand at most. I just you don't want too many because of the sh- cinnamon sugar. It, it sticks on your hands. You don't want that. The only thing that prevents me from thinking this is staged is just maybe I, I can't conceive of it, but it's just such a random and pathetic thing to stage. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean. But I guess if you did it, it would work because look how viral this yeah. shit is. It's everywhere. But just how do you even does that even occur to you? I'm going to get some shrimp tails. I'm going to dust them in cin- gross cinnamon toast crunch dusting. And then put them on a table next to a bag of cinnamon toast. Well, think Maybe. about it, Darren. His last name is Carp, another kind of seafood. Good point. This is a big <laughs> or- seafood commercial. Or maybe he Big lost a, taking, sorry, go ahead, no. Or maybe he lost a shrimp eating contest <laughs> and he was bitter about it and he needed attention. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense because when you lose a shrimp eating contest, it's because you refuse to eat the <laughs> shitty gross parts of the shrimp. Yeah. And the other person did and had no qualms yeah. about it. Maybe they'd be more edible if they were always covered in cinnamon toast crunch dust. Maybe this is the this is the workaround, Rob, for your next contest. This is the answer. Mm. You know, I I do love that cinnamon sugar, so it it, it definitely would make those tails go down easier. I'll be honest. Cinnamon toast crunch is one of those things that I eat and it always looks so good. And then I finish and I go, what did I just do to myself? Mm. In what sense? It, I feel like shit. It immediately has a toxic effect on my body. And I want to. Well, here's why. Because shit. it's it's not nutritious. It's <laughs> it's abs- It's just a blast of sugar. And you're adding. Typically, people add milk to it, which has additional Cow's sugar. Milk. So well, it's true. Yeah, but there's, right, right, right. there's a caveat to that, which is that there are other things that are equally or more non-nutritious that like don't what? leave me with that feeling. I don't know, like a big uh like veal parm sandwich with oh no but i mean like what, what's what cereal compares i feel like oh, cereal you know, yeah fine but you know, those crunches more like it's the high end of sugary sugar right i feel like the only comparable one would be maybe frosted flakes which is likely more sugar but golden the actual grams? the the oh yeah golden grams that that's a comparable but golden grams probably have less sugar fruity pebbles that's very right. So fruity pebbles or, or, or but but the the surface area of fruity pebbles is smaller and frosted flakes. So they might be easier to digest than the thicker wheat base of these those crunch. Rob, you seem like an expert. What is the shrimp tail content on average in fruity pebbles? <laughs> Typically zero. I, it's funny you, you mentioned fruity pebbles uh, because uh, on YouTube, I got a recommendation for like. 80s like 80s saturday morning cartoon like four hours of 80 saturday morning cartoons or something like that and i just kind of like scanned through it just to see which ones i recognize and there were commercials in there which was like the true gold of it and there was a vintage fruity pebbles commercial and this commercial from 1985 worked on me because i currently have fruity pebbles in my house just from seeing that ad because i'm like oh man it's been so long since i've had fruity pebbles and it's it's pretty delicious but not at all like it's absolutely 100 percent a dessert yeah there's no it's not nutritious pretty delicious not at all nutritious yeah, exactly and it's still paying dividends there's almost yeah. 40 years later part of a complete breakfast in that it is no part <laughs> like everything <laughs> else place it part next to one 
yeah, it's yeah. the part that you leave out of a complete breakfast. <laughs> I'll tell you what cereal is not around anymore that I used to love, and that's Mr. T cereal. Oh, what, was the, what was the? It was just like like this little chest hair, oaten grains with, with sugar. But if some if something about the formula was way better than like Cheerios, it was just very sweet. So it was like oat brandy, like a sweeter oat mm, brand. Uh, if, it, if it I had a commercial on YouTube, it tasted almost like cookies, like little mini cookies. But they weren't. It wasn't like Cookie Crisp, which actually was cookies. It was Did just it like. There we go. We found a cereal worse than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It tasted like, <laughs> you know what it tasted like? The, the cookie part of the uh, I, WWF ice cream bars, sort of. Mm. Okay, so, okay. So, like a Did it come with like a gold uh, chain present inside or some kind of accessory? <laughs> they well, had Mr. The T themed toys in there sometimes. Yeah. Remember One in every hundred boxes had toys? George Papard's phone number in them. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 insisted on it. He wanted people to call him. He's a very lonely man. Waning years of his celebrity. I pity the fool who doesn't eat this cereal. Yeah, he definitely. Says you're that. Is hear. that what he says? I don't know about in this commercial, but he definitely. Pee Herman says that in his movie impersonating right. Mr. T. I oh, pity the fool. I don't eat my cereal. And who's teaming up with a good balanced breakfast? Teaming up with Mr. T's. Oh, yes. Yes. There you go. See? Puffy, puffy corn oats shit. Okay, so it's like corn pops. Sort of, yeah. Touch of brown sugar. It's like a lot of other cereals, but they just had the perfect formula that just tasted so good. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, there's a, uh, a Trader Joe's version of Cheerios, and I... Just, it's so much better than regular Cheerios. I don't know it's what it is. It's the same thing, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's made a little differently. Did you ever all see the, the cartoon that this was based on, by the way? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, I'm older than you. I thought maybe. I mean, that's from when oh, I was a kid. There's a few different commercials. Let's see this one. New Mr. T breakfast cereal. This Ooh, like two years old when this happened. Mr. T. I love Mr. T in my early single digits. Hey, that looks like uh, PS One Eighty Seven. Does. All of a sudden, Martin Shkreli is going to walk up. Yeah. The kid was wearing a sweater that said Motley Zoo. <laughs> really? The fuck is that? They're trying to say he's a little metalhead, but they can't use Motley Crue, probably. You know, it, yeah. it, it kind of looks like a Bushwick Berry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, it like camo shorts. Like him and Martin Short combined, yeah. <laughs> maybe. He never wore camo pants, though, I hope. Delicious, crispy, sweet corn and oat cereal, part of a good oh, it's from Quaker. That's Ernie Anderson, the ABC uh, TJF announcer. Mm. Did you hear that at the end? Oh, yeah. Play that back. He did the whole commercial. Tea, breakfast cereal, the cereal with a dynamite taste, presents Mr. T, talk number one. Hello, yeah. TJF. Yeah. Crispy, sweet corn and oat cereal. I don't, we, I don't know if we ever played this, but... There's like a video of him snapping on people in the studio, like in the booth. What's his name? Ernie Anderson. You're just like, we got to do another fucking take. I can't believe this bullshit. You know, whatever. And start screaming at people. 
There we go. Let's do it again. Just go on another track. That's all you got to do. So, Larry King. If any of you or your friend, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ. Well, let me oh. let me explain something to you. What a rich voice, though. Like, do yeah. you hear like the the like like baritone? Beautiful. Yeah, it's like baritone, but also like it's just the the trebles in there too. Great voice. Yeah, he could call you a f- fuckwad dipshit. And you just say, yes, sir. I am a fuckwad dipshit. <laughs> Just imagine what he sounds like when he talks about your poontang. Oh my god. That poontang poontang. Coming up stands for this guy is fucking. <laughs> Coming up at 8:30, my dick in your wet poontang on ABC. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, let me let me. This is how Tom Morello learned to dirty talk. Wrong with this <laughs> yeah, he's he's in the booth with Ted Nugent right now. <laughs> They're both instructing somebody how to dirty talk. Mutual Fucking masturbation here. You have another plan? Answer the phone, you dumb fuck. Roll the fucking thing. And shut oh, whoa. Just say we're rolling quiet. You got another ringtone. Total fucking state of fucking disaster. God damn. All right, if you want the opening faster, we'll do it faster. Do it, because we don't want to miss one listener. We don't want anybody tuning out. It ain't going to mean one more fucking video. Jesus, God. There is a way to do this shit, and this isn't it. Oh, fuck. Call Vince. I'm part of Can you look up show. what he looks like? Yeah, there's a thumbnail of. Is that him? You gave me that oh, yeah. damn look. Now I can't even look at him. That's I'm when he's real old, though. See, I told you we could work this out. Looks like my grandpa. Said, Stick with me and we'll get rid of the bit. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead and roll I, you Regular it? guy. Good and then boy. the funny thing is, you get further in that video, and he does another take, like in between yelling at people, and he just instantly switches. A B C, the happy, you know, happy go lucky. America's funniest home video. <laughs> Should we give it a whirl? Mum, mum. Let's do it. Tonight on the new America's funniest people. Mum, 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 mum. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Wait, well. On the new America's funniest people. You'll hear ja fuck it. Well, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I ain't gonna make it. Not with any and anything other than a fucking Looney Tune. Get somebody in here and, uh, that calls horse races. Oh fuck! <laughs> we got such a long way to go. Uh, can I get some indication that we're rolling or something? Are you over there by yourself, or are we? Uh, I'm in another are we, world. Are we a team here. Uh, I'm sitting here picking my. That's nose. him talking to his mons. Yes. Oh, fuck. Now oh, fuck you, mons. All right. Well, the whole clip is like ten minutes. We don't have to. Yeah, yeah. But you can look it up. Ernie Anderson really. outtakes. I'll pick it up. We'll Just wanted a taste of that. Bless his heart. It's a salty, like classic boomer, you know. Uh, and now it's time for a little tech talk. Tech talk. Technology corner. Tech talk. Twelve tech years. Talk. We can't. We can't get a fucking bumper to play. For fucking Christ's sake. He's doing it with his fucking mouth, for fuck's sake. Tack talk, tack talk, tack talk. Get someone in here who calls the fucking horse race. Get Michael Winslow. He can do this shit. <laughs> I wish. Um, so have you guys heard about NFTs? The hot new craze. NFTs, yes. baby. No, do you know what NFTs non- are? Non-fungible tokens. No, oh, yes. you you looked at no? the, uh, the the pre the pre-planned. No. No, I didn't even read the articles. Non, That's non-fungible. How- <laughs> yeah, fungible. Fungible. You're close. One little off. Yeah. Non-fungible tokens. Wait, how do you say Non-fungible. Fungible. Fungible. Oh, I didn't say that. 
Fungible. So basically, fungible means I give you a dollar and you pay me back a dollar. It doesn't have to be the same dollar. All dollars are the same. That's fungible. What's not fungible, if you like, I give you a car, I give you a Prius and you give me back a Bentley, that's not fungible. Right. So not all cars no. are fungible. Wait, wouldn't you have to give back the exact same Prius? Isn't that the whole thing? Okay, right. here, here's that's, the, that's what fund. I was giving you an example of what's not fungible. No, non fungible would mean that you have to give back the exact Prius because that's the whole thing. It's it's yes, basically that's what I said. I said fungible is dollars. <laughs> you can exchange any dollar for any dollar. Okay, so. Uh, it means it's well, unique and it can't be to us now. It means it's unique. It can't be replaced in something else. So uh, essentially it's it's trading card. It's digital trading cards on the blockchain. It's combining trading cards and Bitcoin. And it is fucking insane. It's a new I way guess, for people to lose money. Can yeah, I, it's, it's like gambling. It combines gambling, card collecting and Bitcoin all into one insane thing. Go ahead, Darren. I'm sorry. I won't, this is very short, but I wanted to tell you. There's a great video on YouTube of Mike Francesa oh, no. explaining the concept. Not NFTs, not NFTs, because this is a long time ago, but fungibility in general. He oh. Explains. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Is he doing uh, it in terms it. of why he doesn't care about football players having concussions? Uh, <laughs> They're fungible, <laughs> whatever. You get, get another guy in there. It is I'll not get. far off from that. <laughs> I'll queue it up. But so basically it's one of a kind trading cards, like with basketball, the basketball and NFTs, they basically sell these moments, like these short video clips of donks or legendary moments and they go to auction and, and people bet or, or pay tens of thousands of dollars for some of these. It's insane. And, and, and I want to be clear, this doesn't exist in the physical world. <laughs> you're you're just paying for a gift, a, basically for owning a gift. You're yeah. paying tens of thousands of dollars. But here's the thing. You can make an NFT of anything. It doesn't have to be a video clip. Right. So now people are selling their own tweets as NFTs. And uh, yeah, Jack Dorsey just made like two million dollars on that. Yes. The founder of Twitter sold his first tweet as an NFT for two point something million dollars, which goes to charity. But. But uh, so and they're part of the Ether Ethereum blockchain. So Ethereum is a, a time type of cryptocurrency. It's like it's it's, you know, Bitcoin is like the, the main guy and Ethereum is like right behind it. It's like the second cryptocurrency. And you uh, basically buy, pay in cryptocurrency for this stuff. And then you can essentially it's like card collecting. The value is only in what someone else will be willing to give to you. So right now it's super hot. And I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people are, are going to get burned. How? Well, they're going to pay. Well, in, in many ways. So first of all, this technology is very new. And there's all of these different. Uh, is it technology, though? I thought it's like nothing. And yeah, it's, it is technology. It's like, it's like art with like a, I don't know, like a barcode or something like that. So. Right. So, yeah, it's basically you get a blockchain, but the blockchain has to be connected to a server. And right now there's all of these sites that are like essentially NFT auction houses. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you could put your shit up there and <laughs> the blockchain. Like Sotheby's. Right. And the blockchain is essentially authenticated by them, by this, this, this auction house. However, if in like 
two, three years, this all ends and the auction house goes bankrupt and then their site closes down, your NFT is gone. Your NFT has no location. And then so like you paid all this money and that's it. There's nothing. You have literally, literally nothing to show for it because yeah, the but site if could go. If there's no security. People, if it's rich people like Elon Musk or Jack Dorsey, like why do we care if they lose their money? It's not just rich people. Anybody could buy an NFT. Yeah, not yeah, all NFTs are. Yeah, not all NFTs are three million dollars. There's NFTs that are like twenty dollars, you know, or whatever. Like my original tweet, you can buy an NFT of it for twenty dollars. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's your original tweet. My first remember? tweet. Uh, it's like it's something boring, like "Hello" or "Is this thing on?" Probably when was your first tweet? On. Like be early, because t- you're like yeah, like twelve years ago. Um, I joined a million years ago. Joined June two thousand eight. Can I ask for your opinions? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what to make of all this stuff, like Bitcoin and all that. Do you think that like there's going to be like the internet is going to turn into like its own government and like societies and stuff like that? <laughs> I, I mean, whoa! <laughs> I don't know. We, we what do you think the internet's going to look like about in 30 Bitcoin? years? Well, if we're talking or, about cryptocurrency, I do think well, that cryptocurrency is very legitimate. I think Bitcoin is real. Uh, I would suggest investing and put some money in Bitcoin. I have some money in Bitcoin. I have. Um, I have it just because of poker. Like, it's the easiest way to... to cash in and out of poker sites i don't really give yeah uh, it it grows in value it like it has support and like i have bitcoin ethereum i think those are legitimate and i think in the future i could see them being legitimate currencies and like uh i think they're going to get more legitimized as time goes on I did make uh, a considerable amount of money when it just boomed, though. Like, it, I, and I'm not like I, I don't even invest in Bitcoin. Like, I don't give a shit about it. Right, just the value of yours, uh, the value appreciated so much. Like, yeah, my, for me as well, my money, I didn't put that much in it, but it, it du- more than doubled. I kept some um, in there because I, I made like a, a cash out on a poker site, and I was like, oh, fuck it, like I'll just leave it in there because it was dipped. It was like. It was down to like uh, you know three thousand at that point or something. So I was just like, all right, instead of I, instead of putting it in the bank and removing it from my Bitcoin wallet, I'll just leave it. And then I stopped. I don't even. I didn't even look at Bitcoin. I just one day I looked at it and it was at like thirty thousand. So like yeah, I, my same money, thing. My money like t- went up ten times what I had in there. Awesome. Right. Uh, and with NFTs, I think NFTs are kind of here. Unfortunately, here to stay. And I just think like we're in this like weird honeymoon period where people don't really know what it is. So they're just taking advantage and like trying to push the limits of what what how absurd it could be. But I think it's going to like back down like it's going to, you know, the, the t- tidal wave will, will pull back a little and it'll like adjust and it'll be normal. And I think NFTs are kind of here to say I, I read something that this art house bought an original Banksy. They scanned in the Banksy, sold it as an NFT, and then burned the original piece of art so that the NFT is the only existing version of this RP. That's fucking insane. That seems <laughs> like probably not a good outcome of this I mean, it's phenomena. a gimmick, too. It's, a, it's all Banksy would be okay with that. Banksy, yeah, I'm like sure he okay thinks it's hilarious. Right, yeah. just more the implications of like maybe someone else who doesn't want their yeah. shit burned. Yeah. yeah. Right. And just destroying physical media for the digital world 
it's a little it's weird it, it's a very unique uh uh front that we're in in fact like i would say nfts are now over because a new york city man uh. sold a fart <laughs> for 85 dollars well i wish i wish i thought of it you you could Alex. probably sell more farts than that guy because you have I'm over it listeners to this podcast you're right. So a Brooklyn-based film director is simultaneously mocking and attempting to profit off the cryptocurrency craze of non-fungible tokens by selling a year's worth of fart audio clips recorded in quarantine. There you go. Bro, uh, Pazabini or whatever his what? name is. <laughs> uh, if you're selling digital art and gifts, why not sell farts? Alex asked. Uh, his NFT one calendar year of recorded farts. <laughs> Began uh, incubating oh. in March 2020 when, at the beginning of the lockdown, uh, Ramirez Malice and four of his friends began sharing recordings of their farts in a group WhatsApp oh. chat. On the one year anniversary of COVID quarantine, by which Ramirez Malice said he could darn near identify members of the group by their farts alone, something we've always talked about. Uh, Ramirez Malice and his fellow farters compiled the recordings into a 52 minute master collection audio file the top bid currently 183 individual fart recordings are also available for 0.05 ethereum about 85 dollars a pop a yeah, pop so get a better deal for the bundle bundle of farts the gassy group has so far sold one to an anonymous buyer Safe. <laughs> no, the buyer was uh, one of Jenny's old foot pussies who saved all that money because she had a year of not, you know, quarantine, so she couldn't fart in his face. If the uh, Jenny is a mother I'm now, she no longer as does my that. Tussie. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow! I haven't heard that in a while. If the value increases, they have an extremely valuable fart on their hands. He said, "What a quote." <laughs> uh. Yeah, so he adds the NFT craze is absurd. The idea of putting a value on something inherently intangible. Uh, these NFTs aren't even farts; they're just digital alphanumeric strings that represent ownership. He's right. It's yeah, not. You're not even and farts. So I, you're not even paying for the audio of the fart. You're paying for like the equivalent of a piece of paper that says you own this audio of the fart. That's what you're actually paying for. It's insane. Isn't that? I guess I'm just really confused because isn't the same thing like with like if, if I'm holding a dollar, I could also just see that as like a piece of paper. Like what gives it? Well, it's, the, the value is that we all agree that that's worth a dollar. It's just like with the Federal Reserve ostensibly. Right. Yeah. So the but NFTs isn't it all would kind be, of pretend anyway. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, this is all pretend. This is just as, this is even more pretend because it's digital. I yeah. know. But the difference between a dollar is that you can walk into a store with any dollar yeah. and use it. And this, you know, you can, I can't claim ownership of that fart audio because the person has a deed to it. You someone would have to buy the audio first for you to then prop for you to be able to profit off it. Whereas if you had the dollar. You can go any like virtually anywhere and people will recognize that that is a dollar, you know, whereas you have the the blockchain, the NFT of this fart audio that's worth eighty five dollars. You can't just walk into your fucking Lomans and then get a blouse. Lomans. Is Lomans? 
what slow year are you in? I don't know where you shop now. A uh, TJ Maxx. It's been a while since Rob bought a blouse. It's been what? It's been a while since Rob bought a blouse. Yeah. From Lowman's. Oh my God. That's a blast from the past. <laughs> I think they're out of business even. I don't even. I think I just, they've been out of business for two decades. I just always remember from the nanny. That was uh, that was her oh, favorite yeah, store. Yeah. Dress Barn? How about that? Is that one still around? <laughs> that oh, just sounds insulting. Yeah, it's the worst like barn. Yeah. What are you, a fucking horse? Yeah, yeah like <laughs> you're a foal looking for a blouse in the store. Uh, yeah, so the NFT thing is, is it's just weird. I don't know. Are, are there any like or... anarcho open source people who are posting their farts for free now just to combat this? <laughs> <laughs> Bring down the system. Sid, aren't you one of them on this podcast? Well, yeah. Every Tuesday? Well, here, the other thing about it is that, in fact, you know, blockchain technology is really bad for the environment. It takes a lot of energy to power computers that generate Bitcoin and Ethereum. So you're like wasting all of this energy to create this currency. But there is a movement to to address that, though. How How would you address it, though? Like technologically coming up with solutions to produce the same results without the same algorithms without. uh, I mean, you're going to have to have servers running 24 seven using electric like there's only so much you could save doing that. Doesn't Facebook have like a gazillion servers and Google and all that? Why do they get to have servers? Yeah. And it's even worse than that. Sure. Why? Exactly. You're right, Noah. Why does why does capitalism <laughs> at the cost of the environment? Okay, you're right. I'm with you. <laughs> Let let's explore this. I don't All know of if these I companies that should, capitalism is just like a like a whole like digital. Well, the thing. only re, the only ex, like it's bad for the environment. The only reason it's allowed is because it makes money. So what is that? That's capitalism. Like uh, you know what I mean? It's allowed because it makes money. So Facebook is yeah. allowed because it makes money. Well, you're saying, well, we're talking about the servers that they use, that they keep running the hundreds of thousands of servers. And we're like, so we're saying that it's bad for the environment. So like taking the position that if something is bad for the environment, it shouldn't exist. Right. No, uh, I, well, I think what well, they're well, like, saying is important because it's just like it exists and let's improve upon it. Yeah, I just found an article on this. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, The latest uh, Bitcoin tries to go green. The latest stab at green Bitcoin comes (laughs) from Norway. On March 8th, the country's second richest person, oil field services, (laughs) Gatan Dugas. (laughs) (laughs) Oil field services billionaire, Kiel Inge Roque, doesn't matter what his name is, I guess, launched a new venture called CT, S-E-E-T-E-E. In a letter to shareholders, Roche said the company's goal is to establish mining operations that transfer stranded or intermittent electricity without stable demand locally, wind, solar, hydropower, to economic assets that can be used anywhere. Bitcoin, he writes, is a load balancing economic battery, and batteries are essential to the energy transition required to reach the targets of the Paris Agreement. So and it explains in simpler terms here. The plan, oh, in I other mean, words, is to situate Bitcoin mining centers in places where renewable energy farms overproduce electricity during times of low demand and soak up that excess power from mining. Just just to be clear, though, the Paris Agreement he's talking about is when he promised a prostitute in Paris Bitcoin in return for sex. 
You you never deliver. It's disgusting. <laughs> get out of like, my get out of my domicile. I'm working on it. Trust me. Uh, no, I'm not saying. To, to be clear, I'm not saying Bitcoin should be uh, illegal. I'm just saying That's the reason it's it's allowed <laughs> is because of capitalism. Just like why Facebook servers are allowed if I they're bad for the, or like oil. Bitcoin with what happened with GameStop. I'm so confused. Why Why would capitalism not want Bitcoin? And, and like no, capitalism I, is, is is an idea. It's not a person. Like, I know, but like, isn't Wall Street not, like very pro pro capital? Like pro, those are the capitalists or whatever. Aren't they the ones who had the biggest issue with? Bitcoin has nothing to do with what was going on with GameStop, with cryptocurrency. That was not cryptocurrency oh, yeah. and, and GameStop. Other than, is, other than the pe- people uh, involved in both are largely a Venn start diagram circle. Uh, like Bitcoin well, here's what I want. I want. I want. When I say like Bitcoin is a huge uh, energy suck, I want to just quickly show this short little video to kind of like what like. Oh, it definitely my mind. is. I don't want you to think I was arguing. Right, right. So I, I want I want to just 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 quick. It's like a one minute video. It's on TikTok. Bear with me. Oh come on, <laughs> boy. But it's it's very it's so this guy is showing off his Bitcoin farm. This guy and and and, and I mean look, it's you total know. clickbait. We use shipping containers Wait, so like is that this like one considered a banker in in the Bitcoin world? A miner. So okay, so let's start this over. It's a really quick oh, video. Rob shared videos of miners. Mm. We use shipping containers like this one to print money. Each container stores seven hundred computers that mine Bitcoin twenty. Are you watching wrestling? These computers are called S nineteen ninety five terahash terahashes. Currently one terahash earns thirty five cents per terahash per day. So let's do the math. 35 cents times 95 terahash equals $33.25 per day. If there are 700 computers in each ship. So, uh, so to be clear, each computer, he's saying each computer, each one of those computers, there's 700 computers in that shipping container. Each one of those is on 24 seven. And for being on 24 seven, it only earns $33 a day. Rob, so I wanna... then they have 700 of them running to make it profitable. So that's 700 computers running 24 hours a day just to mine Bitcoin. I wanted to read the best description I ever heard to explain how Bitcoin works. I have mm-hmm. a show online. It's like if idling your car 24-7 occasionally produced solved Sudoku puzzles that you could then exchange for heroin. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and out, like Nailed it. That's a great analogy. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, more power to the people that do it. Hey, make your money. That's great. You want and I think, it, you know, there are definitely there's definitely major issues that need to be solved with Bitcoin, uh, like the environmental thing and it being used for horrible things that people want to keep anonymous. Uh, but I think the important thing to remember is that the shitty system we have now is no better than bitcoin so the 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 positive of it is the freedom of it that like you know there's no restrictions there's it's it could be anonymous you know like you don't there's no tracing of it for the most positive of it is also the positive of it is also the negative of it yeah 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 for sure right the the privacy feature but i mean you can buy heroin uh with regular money too you know it's I mean, you know, you. Yeah, I don't think I, I think that got shut down really quick. The, the dark web, or, or got it went even darker. How do I know? <laughs> the existing I'm not involved structure mm. that Bitcoin and other cryptos are an answer to is 
all monumentally shitty and that's why yeah. it, it crypto exists in the first place so yeah we should work on some of the shitty things about crypto but i think it's a, g- a good concept you know it's a good way for money to go so let's uh play this francesa clip we we teased it up uh just to put a, a pin in the in the nft talk I don't want to go past seven years, but you know what? They're going to do whatever they have to do. If it's a money issue, he will get the money. The question is, is it a lifestyle issue? I don't buy that. I mean, I'm going to be tell you right now, I will be shocked if the Yankee, if Lee doesn't sign with the Yankees because there's no way the Yankees are going to allow anybody to outbid them. <laughs> Sounds drunk. I, I would be shocked. There's no, no pauses in the words. It's one long yeah. word. He looks like shit, too. This is from over 10 years ago. He looks way better now. They need Lee. Let's be honest. As we just talked about, where are they going to get a guy who's going to replace Lee? There is not anybody. He's got what you would call fungibility. Okay. What's that? Uniqueness. He's He's a unique player. He's got a background. I learned that back when when I was uh, at in school from in contract law from the old contracts within the sports <laughs> stuff. They'd say the player has fungibility, and he'd say fungibility, yeah, fungibility, a uniqueness. How that. impressed he is! So no, so hold on. What, wouldn't they have a non-fungibility? Yeah, yeah. clear. Okay, they they have a non-fungibility. Completely a fung- wrong. Fungibility <laughs> means they are replaceable. Non-fungibility means there's only one one of them, right? I'm this sure is why he you... did not go into sports law. <laughs> I'm 100 percent sure if you scroll down and look at the comments, yeah. they will all be saying that he's wrong about this. <laughs> that he is irreplaceable because there's not one like him. He is unique, and I say oh, that has fungibility. Yeah. Oh, here we Someone go. Someone asked me to explain what I was talking about with this fungibility. <laughs> Let me explain it to you. <laughs> oh, no. from back Nobody in ever day. asked him that. I was at St. John's and I had to take those. This we is the take best. contract courses that had to do with sports contracts and stuff like that. <laughs> A play. Your Honor, Your Honor, John Schaefer is completely <laughs> fungible. Uh, okay. uh, uh, Mike Francis for the defense. Okay. Um, my clients, okay. Clients, and, and let me speak, please. Uh, he he was clearly okay, not at the Capitol. No, but there's video. Look, okay, that video is fungible. Right? I know you may not know uh, what fungible is. I do. Um, if I can have a sidebar to explain explain briefly. Uh, so fungible <laughs> is when you wear an oath keeper's hat. Okay. And let's say you give your oath keeper's hat to the person next to you. Okay. They are fungible <laughs> because you cannot exchange those hats. They are not designed. Okay. Back after this. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, is fu- the law of fungibility is that <laughs> fungibility <laughs> means that you have replacement like value, but the player is the look. He got it right. Fungibility Wait, means you yeah, have replacement it value. Can be replaceable, right? He hasn't gotten it right yet. Give him a chance. I will tell you. Ex- I'll tell you exactly what happened here. This is two separate clips Direct with opposite. some gap in Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Someone was a, a told jump. him in the middle that he was oh. wrong, and now yeah. he has to alter his explanation and say the correct thing meaning acting like he was meant that all along mm-hmm. but the player 
is the direct opposite. So you argue that the player is not wait, wait, fungibility is that fungibility <sighs> means so that you have replacement value, but the player is the direct opposite. So you argue that the player is not fungible because he yeah. has a uniqueness. Not fungible. Yeah. Correct. Wait, I'm so confused. So you should be. He's he now, just said he's, two different things. Yeah, he's now saying the complete opposite of what he said at the beginning yeah. of the clip. Oh, I thought you went back. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, oh. Rewinding. No, I, I went back like three seconds, just the full context of this sentence. But we can go back to the original oh. moment. Here, well, let's just remember 138 so that we can go back and play the rest of okay. it. But can I just read do. from the dictionary what fungible means? Sure. Just so that we have that before we start. Okay, Please. especially of goods, being of such nature or kind as to be freely exchangeable or replaceable in whole or in part for another of like nature or kind. Right, that's fungible means replaceable. It's very yeah. simple. You don't need this 20-minute video. Yeah, fungible means replaceable, so non-fungible is not replaceable. So in simple. the beginning of this video, he says fungible means not replaceable. Yeah, okay. here we go. If this is the beginning of the issue. He will get the money. The question is... Is it a lifestyle issue? I Look at this. Look at his his just right. his face. How he's he's incredulous. He, he has <laughs> fungible. He's he knows he's about to explain fungible, and he's getting happy. That's yeah, what that yeah. Face he's, is. he's like, oh my like, God. I'm about to smart. It sounds so small. Oh, Get the money. The question is, okay. Is it a lifestyle issue? I don't buy that. I mean, I'm going to be tell you right now. I will be shocked. If the Yankee, if Lee doesn't sign with the Yankees, because there's no way the Yankees are going to allow anybody to outbid them. They need Lee. Let's be honest. As we just talked about, where are they going to get a guy who's going to replace Lee? There is not anybody. He's got what you would call fungibility. Okay, so now yeah. we've 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 established fungible means replaceable. So he has fungibility means he's saying he has replaceability. He could be replaced. That's what he's implying right now. Right. But what he means, what he's trying to say, I think, is that he cannot be replaced. Yes, he's not fungible. So he is not fungible, but he's getting it wrong. Right. What's that? So unique. Ability. So. Uh, do you see how he keeps looking up at the producer's booth like, like he's so happy he's impressing them he's knocking these these kids think i don't know anything watch i'm gonna drop a yeah. fucking sat word on their asses unique that's what you call in the radio business a player. knowledge bomb to turn okay. my that back when when I was uh, at in school from in contracts with so back when I, I was in uh, Rosalind Community uh, College. Okay, <laughs> sorry. So I no, just I, I'm sorry. So I just looked up non non fungible <laughs> on my dictionary <laughs> app, and I'm getting see my It says the same thing what you just looked up, but with non in front of it. What okay. is the definition? It says. Okay, especially of goods, being of such nature or kind as to be freely exchangeable or replaceable, in whole or in part, for another of like nature or kind. It's the Disagree. same thing. Disagree. No, that's it's a mistake. Maybe that's the app Francesa was going by. <laughs> Maybe. Is that where you looked up what do-over meant? They'd say the player has <laughs> fungibility. <laughs> they say fungibility, yeah. Fungibility, a uniqueness that stand, that he is irreplaceable because there's not one like him. He is unique. Nope. And I say that he has fungibility. Oh, okay. So now it's going to cut. Now here's the cut. Someone asked yeah. me to explain what I was talking about with this 
fungibility. <laughs> Let me explain it to you. This is amazing. From back in my days when I was at St. John's and I had to take those what I was at St. John's contract courses that had to do with sports contracts and stuff like that. A player is a fu- the law of fungibility is lore. That fungibility means that you have there's replacement no law. It's value, just a word, but descriptive word. The player is the direct opposite. So you argue that the player is not fungible because he see now he's saying the exact opposite of what he said a minute ago in his so that the damages are irreparable because the player has a unique quality. He is irreplaceable. So right. Now he's not looking up at the, the producers. <laughs> now he's, he's humble. He's now he's got it written down in front of him. He wants to make yeah. sure he doesn't fuck it up again. He, now he's pr- looking at his be, dictionary app yeah. and getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he didn't know how to use no fucking app in 2010. Give me a break. Yeah. He had a Nokia flip the, phone. He is the direct opposite of that. Is the, is the, so you would argue that they called it the. I'm trying to remember because it was a long time ago, but they called it. You the, remembered it fine five minutes uh, ago when you were wrong. The law of fungibility, <laughs> or something to do with something to do with fungibility, and the idea that he, the player, is the direct opposite of that. He, well, fungible would be easily replaceable. He's the unique quality of that. He is. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Player of unique quality, so that he is not fungible. He is not. He is not replaceable. He is unique, so that the damages in the contract are such that they cannot be replaced or remedied. You can't remedy the contract because the player is unique. And that's what I'm saying about There's so many words that he could have just said <laughs> I was wrong. I made a mistake. So I had it backwards. That's the idea of as that's I the idea. The days of as he remembers it. And, and oh, God bless you, Mike. <laughs> Boy. All right. <laughs> Fucking dope. Yes, indeed. What a fungible dope. Was that Cliff Lee he was talking about? Cliff Lee, who did not sign with the Yankees. He would be shocked if he didn't sign with the Yankees. He did not sign with the Yankees. First in a long line. Guys that chose not to sign with the Yankees. (laughs) That's the way we like it. Actually, no, he wasn't first. Greg Maddox. There we go. That was the original hero. Well, they don't sign anybody now. Yeah. They had one in like the last eight years. They gave in and signed Cole. So, uh, Noah, you had a follow-up to your lovely restaurant story last week. What happened? E. Oh, coli. I, uh, well, I just wanted to like share some news because I, I felt like I was kind of like a like a guinea pig for a concern that Darren had. So, remember last week we were talking about um, Darren not wanting to find like pubic hair oh, or no. whatever in his food. Well, the other day we went out for some Thai food. And the next morning, in my poop, I found a pubic hair that definitely was not mine. So it, like, passed through my whole system, and I'm fine. Was it your partner's? No, no, no. It was not a recognizable pubic hair. I have a question. I have so many questions. (laughs) May I? Uh, Yes, please. How big was this pubic hair that you (laughs) spotted it in your your log? I don't know if it was exactly a pubic hair. It could have been, like, a short hair from someone's head it was black and thick okay yeah like how do you yeah i was gonna say like how do you know it's not yours or how how, how could you oh. tell send it to the lab for processing it can't it can't be mine i don't have a hair like that on my body anymore because you shit it out not even like shaved um like armpit hairs uh it so how, I, how, I don't sorry. grow it out that long <laughs> 
Well, I feel like, uh, you know, if you let it go a few days, it would be the same as a pubic hair, wouldn't it? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think it'd be more than a few days. I mean, yeah, at I this length, I think it's maybe like. Oh, that. All right. That's different. Okay. At that length, I'd have to grow it out for like a while. Yeah. Now that you demonstrated that, I, I have a different perspective on it. So, that's, so you saw. It was, uh, was it st- I have one more. Sorry. Let me follow up. Yes, yes, yeah. please. Then, then I'll turn it over to Rob. I apologize. So we're talking about a hair like this, correct? How I'm wondering, um, like, how was it oriented? Was it sticking up out of the log or was it horizontal alongside oh, the I'm, log embedded? I, apolo- in it? I apologize for not being clear. It's okay. I, I wiped my tuchus <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I look and you when look I look paper? down, yeah, when I look down at the paper to see my uh, treasure, as you will, <laughs> I saw this. I saw this hair, and I was like, "That hair is not from my body." Fair. Okay. Now, did you at that point take a look at your butthole to see what the hairs on your butt? Or do you not have hairs on your butthole? I don't have hairs on my butthole. Naturally, or you get rid that's of a it? drop. <laughs> I know. It's damn it. <laughs> um, unnaturally. Oh, I have fungible hairs. <laughs> all hairs are fungible. Actually, apparently they're not all fungible because you <laughs> noticed the strange one in your. In your it's a thing called I fungibility. Non- <laughs> I have non-fungible hairs then. Now, before okay. the break, uh, when I was talking about hairs being fungible, uh, actually what I meant was uh, not fungible. That is what I said all along. I learned in St. John's uh, that poop hair yeah. is not fungible. They have a uniqueness quality. That's scary. I, I I don't think I've ever had that where I've noticed <laughs> someone else's you. hair in your shit. Yeah, well, in my shit. Look, if I could be Columbo for a second, sure, like, sure. is it possible? Yes. Just throwing this out there, that the hair was on the paper before it made contact with your with your boo boo. That would be impossible because only I use that bathroom. I see. We have a bathroom in the bedroom. And and only I go in there. Could there be an no intruder? <laughs> that just yeah. Left his what, what if someone's or squatting in your bathroom? Pipe? But it was on top. It was like on top. From of like the, the moment of that shit to between then and your previous shit, had you done any butt fucking? No. Okay, because it could have been a a pube that was fucked into your butt, and then you shat it back out. Hmm. Uh, no, that is not the case, Sid. Okay. I will fuck your butts. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you yeah, call the restaurant and complain? I bet no. they never gotten that call before. The first hey, thing uh, I-, I ordered some food three days ago. It's <laughs> 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 a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture if you guys need it. <laughs> the first thing I did after was just like make a note to tell Darren <laughs> that <laughs> someone else's hair went through like my whole digestive system. You should at least call out. and find out if that person's been vaccinated. <laughs> it doesn't matter because everything was just fine. Well, you don't know. COVID takes like uh, seven days sometimes to show up with symptoms. But also, even this beyond that, last... if the person was vaccinated, Noah doesn't want the vaccine. So now it's been in her system. Right. Well, it doesn't. It's not in the hair cells. It's in the like blood or whatever. Mm. Hair cells are, are dead cells. Maybe the, the uh, jaded Parisian uh, crypto uh, prostitute was uh, 
sneaking into you. Uh, they always pay me in dog coin. I cannot, uh, cannot stand this <laughs> This oh, restaurant man. is in violation of the Paris Agreement. I should have saved it and, and sold oh, it no. as an NFT. Like, uh, she's not. She's not a. She's a woman of the night. I'm gonna say it's more classy. <laughs> Let's say Parisian woman, woman of of the night. Could it have been the pube fairy who sneaks into children's bedrooms at night and puts pubes in their cracks? And steals my bitcoins. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Maybe. I remember that tale from childhood. We wake up with a pube in our crack and dad explains that no, 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 it was the pube fairy. Right? We all had that, right, guys? Uh, yes. <laughs> Around your pillow a little. <laughs> yeah. Whatever makes Wait, you feel better, sis. Does Thank the you. pube fairy leaves the pube or takes your pube and change for money? No, it leaves it. It shows up and you wake up with pubes in your crack. What do you put down for the fairy to take the to leave the pubes in exchange? Nothing. You just have to be a cute little boy. Really? So the fairy's doing this for free? Yeah. The pube fairy? It's the kind of pube fairy coming Fuck through. out of here. That's no, come on. It's a lot of work. You got a tip, Sid. Don't be a cheap fuck. <laughs> tip the pube fairy. <laughs> That's a drop. Five years from now, I'll be like, what the fuck does that mean? Tip, tip the, the pube, pube fairy. What? <laughs> Those are the best ones. I do want to mention in the in our in our live stream chat. Here goes nothing uh, noted about the Bitcoin miners that he's not a fan of them. He in fact says, "Fuck the Bitcoin miners." He notes that the, well, he says they drive the price up of GPUs to an absurd amount. That's true. Uh, since they buy them all up to produce, to make these computers to mine Bitcoin. Uh, here goes nothing says that they were looking around for a minor upgrade to their GPU. And because of these dickheads, all the cards were double or triple market price. Let me go on record and say, here goes nothing is 100% correct. There's another issue mm-hmm. of the Bitcoin uh, and crypto in general. And that needs to be solved. No argument here. Yeah, so I, agree with, I agree with here goes when he says, fuck miners. <laughs> Wait. I just want to be clear that he's the one that said it. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. But Darren, what happened with you? You saw something very disgusting, more disgusting than shrimp in a cinnamon toast crunch mm. you saw this week. <laughs> Remind me, I don't know. What did I say? With a cigarette. Oh, yeah. No, I was walking along a uh, subway platform and I saw a man. Uh, I don't know, just pick up a, a used, a burnt cigarette that was probably one quarter smoked. I guess people have to get on the train. So they, mm-hmm. they're sneaking a cigarette on the platform. Train comes, put it out, throw it on the ground, picked it up, put it right in his mouth. No inspection. And to me, that's like a double whammy because, like, first of all, you're in the subway, right? Yeah. And it's also COVID. It's yeah. like you're, you're putting a cigarette in your mouth that came from somebody else's mouth. Like, it's clearly been lit. Like, and it, there's no chance that it was his that he dropped. Zero, because he was not even on the platform when I arrived. He showed up, God ambled over to the end. I've seen this happen. I've seen this m- yeah. many times, yeah. usually with junkies. Yeah, the yeah, like, like a junkie, like the, a well, well-dressed the, individual. 
I mean, a junkie could be well dressed. I, I, I yeah. I, I look. You gotta. He wasn't acting like a junkie. Stereotype. Here's a, you gotta give up on life at uh, in some way to to decide. I'm not going to be spending uh, fifteen twenty dollars on a pack of cigarettes, which is what they cost here in New York. Fifteen bucks, let's say. Where are they fifteen? Uh, I even know. Uh, yeah, I don't even actually. I don't even know. I haven't bought a pack in quite a while. Um, so. Yeah, to just be like, oh, I'm not going to spend money on cigarettes. I'm just going to pick them up off the floor randomly. Like you really got to you got to give up on some aspect of life to think. Well, that that's there's no guarantee that this guy does this all the time. He might right. also spend money on cigarettes, but he didn't have any. And it's not like there's a cigarette booth on the subway platform. <laughs> right. That's some serious addiction. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. But I you know who else picks up cigarettes off the floor. Who's that? Uh, they never pay me. I sometimes I have to conserve money by, uh, you know, picking up a cigarette when I see one. You know, my Bitcoin wallet is empty right now. Somehow, if it happens in France, it's romantic. <laughs> but if it happens on a Brooklyn subway platform, it's just disgusting. Yeah, there's like an animated bear playing a violin and accordion uh, <laughs> as she walks by and picks up. Here, the, it's just pizza rat. The burnt cigarette. <laughs> Very charming. She's a very charming woman. Yeah. I have a question. Ooh. Yes. Is there anything in the world, like any kind of food or just like anything that you would pick up uh, and eat? Or like, uh, like or, or use or drink or Am anything I like that? Being dared it, by a certain amount of money to do this because under certain circumstances, yes. I, without being, you know, one of those. Okay. Let's say there was a Mr. T. Cereal crumb. Crumb? I could buy a box of Mr. T on Amazon. Like, why would I? Someone's got it somewhere. Wait, but it's like old. It's 30 years old. But so would the one on the subway be. So yeah, I guess really... that's true. <laughs> what I think they a... did a, by the way, I do think they did a reissue of Mr. Oh. T at some point, like uh, like as a novelty. They sold okay. some. I may be wrong about that. So I don't mm. think it'd be 30. It'd still be probably a few years old, though. But cereal. Does cereal really go that bad? I don't know. I'd still rather not. It's not like yeah, pic- I... pickled herring or something. If you were, okay, but like if let's say you were at home and you had like this delicious rib and it was your last one. And I guess this might be more for Rob. I don't know. Yeah, I've <laughs> dropped things on my floor and then on my floor <laughs> and I, yeah, subway yeah. platform. Yeah, my floor. Yeah, subway platform. Like, yeah, like outside of my apartment? And, no. Never. And also, yeah, on his floor if anyone's taken a bite out of that rib, it's probably him. It's not like yeah. it's a used rib that somebody some other stranger <laughs> yeah. threw on the floor. I mean, yeah. if I know that I recently cleaned my floor, and I haven't walked there. Like, I don't put my shoes on anywhere in the house. But, like, if I know and it just touched the floor for a second, I might eat it. Outside, I mean, I, I, I like to think I've reached a place in my life where I'm comfortable enough that I don't need to eat anything off the floor ever. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, I can, yeah. any experience I, I, I can get I can from anything, the on the, anything on the floor, I can replicate by producing uh, currency and buying it. Yeah, a, a, a replica of that thing. There's nothing that I can't get that's not hasn't touched the floor. That's exactly the, that's fungible with the thing that's on the floor. <laughs> that's the real lore of fungibility. <laughs> lore. Isn't Rob, that guy, have you? Isn't that the guy that wrote the Big Bang Theory? Chuck Lore. <laughs> Rob, have you eaten something that Bobka took a bite of? Like, like have you shared like an ice cream with Bobka yet? 
No, no. Uh, I if I um, if I let her have something, it's usually at the very end because yeah. I don't want her. I don't want her begging for more while I'm still eating. But she's a beautiful dog, uh, but she's still. A I dog. have. She like yeah. licks the floor outside. Here's what I'll say. Like here, here's what I what I have done. Yeah. She doesn't lick the floor. Look dogs the carpet, do that. Not the it's not nothing against Babka. Dogs yeah. do that. Uh, I have self cleaning mouth. Yeah, like I That's have had true. her. I've not true. Sure it is. Sure. Okay, I'd, like, Darren, to I'd like to. I'd like to let you know that I have shared an ice cream with Bruno multiple times. And I have. Fine. Have you ever seen? Have you ever smelled a dog's breath? Don't tell me that the sure. shit is cleaning itself. That's not all dogs. My that's, dog's breath is fun. Yeah, and that's more yeah. from like stomach. That's not. It's not okay. like mouth. Uh, but, but Rob, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like I have. There has been like I have let her like lick my fingers and then not washed my fingers and then like ate something else. Sure. Okay. That's close enough that, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a video for you. Uh, hold on. <laughs> If oh, it's on Facebook though, are you gonna be able to play this, Rob? Yeah. Okay, hold on, stand by. Yeah. We wind wind down the show. This is actually now, very funny uh, in and of itself, let alone the dog issue. But yeah, this is a very white Jamaican guy who's a viral video star. He has a thick Jamaican accent. White dude. Oh, is it Tom Hanks' son? No, but <laughs> it's a guy who's really from Jamaica. A guy who's oh, really, okay. he's not putting on the accent. He's really born in Jamaica, and he looks like a member of Limp Bizkit. There he is. Starway, start oh. at the beginning for you. There you go. Okay, there's a dog eating raw right. pizza while it's being made. People, 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 look on this. Look on this. This is why, I'm tell you something. That's why I always say, do not eat from any and any and anybody. You see, all when you have your children and your children say, Mommy, Daddy, can I go stay at my friend's house? Full them belly before them go. Make sure you don't sell them with, sell them. You both sell them. Don't sell your picnic. Make sure you don't send them with an empty belly. Can you go send them with an empty belly? Then come back with them belly full of dark saliva. Hmm? I mean, no one, nobody come tell me about, oh, dog's mouth for cleaner than a human. You ever see dog wake up and brush them teeth? You ever see dog in the bathroom and goggle, eh? goggle, goggle, and spit out? No, me never see that yet. You, ever, you never notice dog. Watch when dog a chill. You see dog a lick them underneath. You see dog a, and a lick them balls. Eh? So y'all gonna come with, <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that? He's a dog, dog, bread, balls, dog, balls, yeah, brother. Dog, balls, bread, pizza, that, you know. My God. More time you see a dog and them see a next dog. Them go behind the next dog and a, them body draw. And then they might come lick up your pizza. Eh? They might come, when did sit? Yo, listen, man. This is nasty. Nasty. That's, I agree. That's kind of nasty. It brings up a good point, which is that, all right, let's put to the side the medical uh, validity of whether a dog's mouths clean themselves. The dog is still licking its balls. I mean, may, you may not kill you or anything, but my I dog don't doesn't want have the balls. dog's balls in my mouth. My and dog has a vagina. And, yeah, and Bruno didn't have balls to lick. Okay. They lick their nether regions. They lick their ass, too. Mm, then maybe just their, like, winky and their hoo-hahs, but not, yeah. <laughs> not their buttholes. I don't think they can yeah, reach. They, they just drag it on the of carpet. they do. No. How long did you have a dog? They licked their ass. Bruno never. No, he couldn't reach his ass. 
All right, maybe he couldn't reach his ass, but dogs. He would. He would sniff another dog's ass. Sure, and that wasn't him with his mouth. Get in there and chow down on that booty. And that's not when we were eating ice cream together. Honestly, like okay, so in that video, they they were showing a dog eating cheese while it was being sprinkled on a on a raw pizza mm-hmm. dough. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would eat that pizza because after you put it in the oven, all the germs get killed, oh, and the pe- sure. if the pizza is delicious, I'll still eat it. it well, Look, no I'll still eat it. Delicious. I'll still eat it, but I would rather not. And also, I think it's just bad. Uh, Bad uh, etiquette, not etiquette. Um, not training. for like dog shouldn't be. You should give the dog. Oh yeah, no, that right. Like that and dog did not. It's gonna have the shit something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just that's the other thing I've, I've learned. Cheese. Let me get this get straight. You're you're concerned a dog eating pizza will make it sick, but not you eating a pizza that a dog has licked vigorously right well because dogs unless dogs have a negative reaction to dairy we don't want dogs little be- they have tiny little bellies yeah, i'm not saying bit. you're wrong i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying much like we have a negative reaction to dairy. i'm saying while a dog may have a negative reaction to pizza you may have a negative reaction yeah. to a dog's germs as well it's definitely true hasn't happened yet yeah it hasn't happened how often I, are you I eating off dog licked pizza i've eaten ice cream right. with my dog we like literally shared <laughs> A vanilla ice cream like this. Well, Rob said it hasn't happened. Have you been eating food with Bobka? Like I said, the the for the closest I've gotten is that like she's licked my fingers and then I've used that hand to eat like mm. chips or whatever after. But Did you jerk right. off with that same hand because <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Then I feel that's less unsanitary to jerk off. I mean, you just can wash your dick off after. He's got just fleas to- in his pubes now, though. <laughs> Maybe that's how the tube wound up in Noah's food. Somehow. It floated through the air. Was this when you lived near Rob, Noah? Oh, no, it was last moved. week. Oh, it was okay. I didn't know. It was Wednesday morning. So it, I don't think it floated all the way to Arizona. So it's not you, Rob. You're off the hook. Your your pubes are fungible. You can't spell fungible without F U N. Or fungi either, I guess. All right. Well, we have some uh, emails and voicemails. Uh, let's just get through them really quick as we wrap up the show. Uh, we have one from Israeli guy. Let's see if I could load this. Maybe I should probably have loaded this before promoting. Oh, here we go. I got it, baby. Let me share my sound so that you guys could hear it. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone, this is Israeli guy. I hope uh, everything's good. Just to yes. reference uh, last episode's uh, Afikoman, uh, so you got it right. I just uh, okay. So can we get context here? Yeah. What's no, Afikoman? What's a fecal man? A fecal man. A fecal man is. I'm a fecal woman. Do you want me to set it up? Yeah, what was the what, okay, like? Last, what was the context last week? I forget. Last week we were talking about um, a bakery that I went to, and I said that I got um, an afikoman, but what I meant was a humintashin, which is the cookie for Purim. And then I was like, "Where do I know afikoman from? What is that word?" And then Rob, you looked it up. It's affiliated with Passover, but we also asked Israeli guy to uh, help explain what Thank it you. means. That's what I was looking for. I appreciate that. And now he's calling in. To explain. Because he lives in Israel. 
And he is Jewish. And he listens to the show and he's good. And I live right. in Israel. I just I'm Jewish. I'll just see him <laughs> What? Oh, just the neighborhood that you live in. Uh, so you got it right. I just uh, wanted to explain a bit about what you do with it. So during the Seder, um, someone would hide pieces of this Safi Koman uh, in, the, in the house and the kids would run around and uh, search for it. And so it's a, it's a nice game. Yeah, it was and the puke fairy did that. that would uh, find a piece, would get a present from their grandfather or someone. So it's a lot of fun. I wish you a happy Passover and uh, until next time. Bye-bye. Israeli guys are sellout and I'm going to tell you why. Because any good Jew knows that you say Pesach. Okay? Yeah, he didn't say Pesach. Passover is the Anglicization of the great holiday of Pesach. And and shame he, on you, sir. And he had two chances to do sounds. He could have said Pesach Sameach. I'm with you, Noah. And Afi Chaman. I don't know if that's accurate. Throw that in there. Isn't that the soy sauce company, Afi Yeah, it is. That's Kikoman. Oh, it's close. Same thing. I also I'd rather have soy sauce sprinkled over my house that I find later. <laughs> Would you we should drink a. Seder is a dinner. I don't think, in case people don't know. Would you Passover. use soy sauce? from a bottle that a dog had dipped his nuts into. (laughs) (laughs) But I would lick that dog's nuts. Delicious. That's a drop. Put a little wasabi on it. Oh, no, I don't like wasabi. Okay, sorry. I don't want spicy dog nuts. I, you know, I like it. What? A little pickled ginger. I really, I I didn't, I hated pickled ginger before, but now I really like it. it. Yeah. It's a nice palate cleanser between rolls. That's just where you take ginger and you put it on the dog's pickle. And the, <laughs> and the dog's name is Ginger. And that's how that works. So uh, last week we were talking about, or I don't know if we were talking about Sharon. We were talking about Sharon Osborne last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we actually uh, got a voicemail oh. from him. Avi, you got your tartar sauce on me fish and chips, you did. Is that bad? Harvey got his uh, tartar sauce on her fish and chips. Harvey, will she be apologizing for that? Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. No, she said Harvey. Harvey, 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 you got your. Because the joke was, uh, I I believe now. I just thought he. She said Ozzy there. Yeah, Harvey molested so many women in Hollywood, but not her, and she was upset that he didn't. Too intimidating. He knew better. And uh, we got a little. So I want to mention, you know, the way these voicemails got to us is both Israeli guy and Sharon recorded audio with their computer, their their voice memo app on their phone. And they emailed hate mail at metalinjection.net, which you can do. Uh, You could do a voicemail. You could just send us, you know, a text email. Uh, contact us. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback. We love uh, your takes on something we said on the show. If you agree or disagree, uh, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you. And we actually got some feedback from a longtime listener, Donish, who uh, who lets us know just bought a milk frother per Rob's suggestion on the live cast parenthesis 10 years ago. And then he adds, 
absolutely amazing. Just made a latte for myself. Well, Donish, I'm very happy you are living the froth life. <laughs> living La Vida Frotha, as I like to say. Uh, Raba. Once you froth, you never go back. That's my opinion. It's like you just can't have it. It's just such a better way to consume the best. A little milk on your little crema on top of your coffee. Yeah, Rob. Before you read the the, uh, our patrons, Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to say two quick things about our backgrounds here. One, I want to know. In Sid's background, who, who that Michael Cera uh, looking guy is? That is a, context for this. This I was watching. It's March Madness. The mm-hmm. NCAA tournament is on, and uh, this team, uh, the Eastern Washington. I don't even remember what their max, mascot was, but they were playing. And that guy in red with the weird like Jufro situation is one of their starting players. Him and his brother, who's mm. a different kind of doofy looking white dude. And it was just hilarious to me. And it's just one of the fun things about college basketball is that every year you're reminded of these doofy white dudes on college basketball teams. It's just look at that for, guy. Look at him. Yeah. Look at everything about him. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's appropriate for Pesach, too. Yeah. And the other thing is I wanted to thank uh, El Duterino, our super fan, for making this background here. This is uh, Joe Biden falling up the stairs, uh, being elbowed by Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know if you can see the whole thing there but really beautiful great job wow how did he get randy behind biden like that i don't know how it works i'm just grateful grateful that he's so good at what he does Uh, and any any joe biden falling memes i always welcome (laughs) and we wish uh, joe biden uh, a speedy recovery is he probably probably is from something to me but yeah, just in general. Yeah. We, I mean, we, like with his brain and stuff. Yeah, like good health in general, you know? Good health, yeah, lack of dementia. Then Kamala Harris will be the president, and that's 0.01% worse. <laughs> Maybe stop firing people for smoking pot. That'd be nice. Don't keep kids that. in the cages. You still have a job. What are you complaining about? Well, uh, Joe Biden isn't my boss. If he could fire his people boss. for metal injection, <laughs> earn my vote. <laughs> Well, we're winding it down, and we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We really love you very much. That's platonically. Uh, and I. We would uh, share ice cream with you. Yes. I love like that. Yes. Maybe not some of us. <laughs> uh, would you, Noah, eat ice cream with every single person, sight unseen, in the world? You don't. You wouldn't. No, just people who listen to this show. But you would any dog, though. You would share with any dog. I think it would have to be my dog. Oh, I see. Like, like right. a very personal connection. Fair, fair enough. Well, before we go, I do want to shout out our top live cast fans of the week. And to be a top live cast fan of the week, you just hit up our Patreon. It's the $10 tier. You get access to our $5 tier which is our bonus episodes and uh, i want to mention you know we had some fun laughing about mike francesa mike francesa uh we did a whole patreon episode a full episode roasting the hell out of mike francesa it's some of the hardest laughs i've ever had uh you can hit up our patreon for that it was from a few months ago and at our ten dollar tier we give the people in the ten dollar tier a little shout out at the end of the show which is right 
now. And uh, how should I do this? Any, any, I don't know. I just want to say you were like sinking completely into your matzah. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Good. I, I, I want to be my matzah. I am matzah. Oh, wow. Israeli guy. I don't know. Can you do that? Erbocht stuff. Oh my god. It's like art. Rob <laughs> is so just Rob's head is Wait, is, can we get a photo of that? How do we turn that into like a like NFT artwork? I'll just wow. go back a little more. Oh, you just did, yeah, oh, you almost had it. Oh, I'm trying to get a screen capture. But. Yeah. Oh. oh. Hold wow. on. Now I just need your head to poke out. There, there you go. go. I got there it. Go. I got it. I got it. Got it? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. put it on an Imagur now. Yes. Yeah, we'll sell we'll sell an NFT of that for sure. Let's see if Tudorina wants to buy it. Uh we will sell that on our socials, Facebook.com slash mental injection livecast, twitter.com slash MI Livecast. We're also on Instagram. It's in the chat, by the way. Um and uh all right, I will uh how uh, I oh, will do it. I think I've done that. I don't know. Let's just let just let's just you. do a traditional shout okay. out. I do want to. Maybe I'll do it as the uh, jaded uh, the woman of the night uh, from Paris. Let's do it. Okay. Do you have the Do you have the email? I have to find it. But... Oh, it's way f- kind of far down here. Yeah, I'll paste it. I'll paste That's... it in the in the chat. Okay. Yes, we have Eric here. He does not come to visit me anymore. You know, he's, he's too busy, too busy buying GameStop. Rabba Ganush, he does not visit me either. I guess I did not. I did not provide good enough services for him. Benjamin, Benjamin Eldorino and Dan R. When are you coming back to France? I now take credit cards. I'm in the mail's keeper. Yes, we do love Jews here in France, uh, even though sometimes we get a bad reputation. Croc uh, Destroyer, did it pose, did that pose, that, that. That is even more incomprehensible than my French. Jeander, Sassur, Sassur says, finally, finally. And Lacroix, you are speaking my language. The Crustacean, Sensation, aka Ghost Temper. Uh, I hear, I hear you cheat. Uh, you cheat at uh, at eating the shrimp. Yeah, you may cheat me out of a bitcoin too. I do not want to see you. Ash Bojilov, you stay in the Caucasus states with all the Russian people, please. Uh, Dallas Rabba Vampiro Vampiro. Yes, and also Shane Hugo likes tacos. I hope Hugo does not like uh, cheating me out of bitcoin. Eh, uh, Lando Danks, <laughs> Perilous Pashas, Scooby Doo One Eight Two. And Douglas, who are you? Levison. That is all the people in my Rolodex. Pay what you owe, please. All righty. Bravo. That was beautiful. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you. Uh, you're all live cast stars in my eyes. And we'll be back next week. Can they? Can that be for all of our eyes? Yeah, your live cast stars in all of our eyes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye.